Yo, episode 62 of the Goddamn Fools podcast. It is Ev, Bianca, e, Eric, looking e. for a new intro. If you have a new intro for us, please. <laughs> I'll get over it, man. Somebody make us some intro music, yo. Please. I know, right? Please do. Any of y'all creatives out there? Because we are not. Give me like 15, Because I've been saying seconds. yo every week is really... Oh, no, don't get it twisted. I'm still going to say yo after Why? your intro music. But... He's, he's a fucking creature of habit. Yeah. Why not? Get in the routine. You get in the rhythm. Or you can just find a new one. Right, right. There's like so many other words. All right, since y'all are the creatives, why don't y'all find me a new one? I mean, you could just say hello to people. Hello? You, you're not that cool to keep saying yo all the time. Hello? <laughs> yeah, man. Just, How do you want me to say hello, Eric? You could just be like a normal person. Hello? You don't have to sound... Like a weirdo, you could just say, "Hey guys," you just speak and say, "You know how y'all doing?" I'll start, I'll start like that. Then, "Hey guys," it's the goddamn full podcast. Whatever. Yo, you, you and your brother, yo. Welcome to what's going on Wednesday. <laughs> oh shit! No, nah, don't, oh, say, don't shit. say that. Marvin coming for us too. The estate coming. <laughs> yo, you can't say you can't, can't say, say no words that Marvin music. said in a row. If Marvin said it in a song. If it's the title of something, the estate is coming. We're not calling it that. <laughs> the gay estate, if you're listening, we apologize. We don't We don't got no money for you. They coming. What's up, Wednesday? Yeah, he ain't saying nothing like that. We can, we can, we can, we can rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, we don't have nothing for this. But this is going to be our normal episode of the week. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to this, we recorded on Saturday. But whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> so there's a few things that we don't discuss. This is why. But uh, here if we you, are. Yeah, if don't don't do that. If you think we missed something, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. Maybe, possibly, <laughs> possibly, <laughs> maybe. We'll think about it. Yeah. Oh man, we've talked a lot this week, guys. So bear with us. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it hundred with y'all. Niggas just talked out, man. Like, <laughs> any, to, any bit of cleverness we had. <laughs> I talk for a living. Like I go to work and talk to people all day long, and then you want me to come here and like be like vibrant and have really important things to say, and sometimes. <laughs> Be talked out. I'm vo- vocally fatigued, guys. Ev, Ev doesn't have to talk a lot. I I do therapy, so I I have to talk a lot. Yeah, I work in HR and talent acquisition. Though I talk to people all. Eric the time. has to talk a lot. I talk all the goddamn day. Yeah, you don't. It's a lot. Of What's talking. your excuse other than you're antisocial? <laughs> that's that is the excuse. Well, that's that, the excuse. That's the answer. That's, that's the answer. Is that not a good enough excuse for you? I don't I don't think so. Damn. <laughs> Since the podcast was your idea, I think you should have lots to it's say. It's some type of social anxiety, all right? Don't judge my anxiety, okay, Eric? Oh, listen, now listen, it's no, anxiety. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, all right. If you really have to be a real judgy of you, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Anybody else know you? Certainly so. Definitely. <laughs> oh man, what up, y'all? We ne- we never talk about Christmas. What Christmas for Christmas? Christmas came and went, bro. Yeah. Went to the family's house. We ate, talked about New Year's. Ate food. Met up with Eric. Yeah, man. Played some pool. That's it. Yeah. I can hit a baseball. I can't play pool. Hit hitting the baseball is like the hardest <laughs> thing you can do. I kicked his ass. Hand eye, all that. The yeah. ball's breaking fast. I can't hit a pool. Those little ass hands she beat you. What do my little hands have to do, do with playing pool? pool? Not much. Because you're holding a stick. But it's not the, but sticks, the sticks. Not like palming a ball or nothing. It's just a right. stick. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that joke died. <laughs> Flop city, nigga. It was a good like, attempt. Like Tiffany Haddish. Oh lord, oh, oof, oof, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany, baby. Yo, Tiffany so, drank all this and then tried to get on stage. You know what? She took her L and stride though. And it's interesting because I wonder what happened before that show because they said that she came out on stage and said she was having a rough day. So I think it was just kind of circumstantial. And she promised everybody she'd never have a show that bad again. But I think, you know, 
sometimes we're really hard on people, especially people who are artists and, and, and have a craft. I yeah. think like you gotta be you, you can't have an off day. But think about it. If, right. if you're a stand up comedian, your job is to go out on stage in front of yeah. X amount of people and be funny for anywhere from thirty to ninety minutes. Like and I, it's a New Year's Eve show, it's just like you're adding on to the pressure. Mad pressure. And they said she was backstage getting trashed and then got out there and just forgot her set. And uh, you know, sometimes trolling someone who's <laughs> bombing could be fun in a way and you could be enjoying yourself. Like, she let, I'm assuming the audience is wasted. She too. let the audience come on stage and tell jokes. Yeah, like, the, you seen the nigga you seen the nigga from Twitter, right? He took he took he the video took the, took the video, yeah. That nigga was thirsty. Yeah. And, and when it very first happened, nobody was fucking with him. They were like, Okay. She had yeah. a bad she had a bad night. I mean What are you what's your point? Especially, like, I try to give women more grace because we be going through shit, man. Like, I think about, like, the weeks of the month when I have my period, how off I be just trying to do regular shit, like, wake up like tr- or sleep. Like, my sleep pattern during the week of my cycle just be all fucked up. The night before it comes, I don't sleep the whole night. I just can't because of my hormones. Like, it's just mad shit that women Sounds go trash. through. Yeah, yeah. So I try to, you know, try to give women a little extra grace. I think we need it. The world's pretty hard on us. And, you know, you never, you just never know. So what you're saying is you think she was on her period? No, I'm just saying, you <laughs> know, like, <laughs> I'm just saying women go through shit, yo, a lot, a lot more than men tend yeah. to go through. And, you know, we have off days sometimes. I just think she had a bad, yeah, she she had had a, bad night. She had a bad day at work. I've personally never seen a Tiffany had a stand-up. <laughs> so I saw I, her. She did yeah, a, I have no know, reference, have, like, to, to compare it to. I saw her special on Netflix. Uh, I think she, a stand-up, she's okay. She's probably okay. fun. I think she's funnier in movies than she is on stage. Being funny in a movie and trying to be funny doing a stand-up special yeah. is way different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I think people do like her, obviously, because she's 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 still getting to the money. But I don't, maybe stand-up, you know. And, you know, we we talked about it on Hot Take Tuesday a little bit about Adam Sandler, and it's like he's not the funniest stand-up comedian, but I do find him. You know, I do enjoy his movies. So there's there's two, a few lanes to being funny. Yeah, totally I used different. to think. Because growing up, like I used to think anyone in a comedy was a comedian. So <laughs> Will Smith used to be my favorite comedian because <laughs> I didn't know any fucking difference because he made me laugh. So he's my favorite comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that could be. Since he's been on Instagram, I think he said very, he tried doing stand-up. Did he? He said he tried. I don't know. You know, Like I said, you got you to gotta be a different kind of funny to be yeah. in front of like just people and be like, okay, I'm just going to make you laugh now because you never know how the room's going to react to anything you say. And you gotta mm-hmm. try to try to bring them back. Yeah, man. But you know, people have bet. Everybody has an off night. Would you recommend checking out her shit? I guess it wouldn't hurt because it's free, right? It's. I mean, it's bad <laughs> free. I think you know there could be worse shit to watch. No, definitely. Like I said, for me, I didn't love it, but I think people really like her. Like, as a stand up, I don't love Kevin Hart, but people love Kevin Hart. Anything he does basically turns to fucking gold at this point. And the last few stand up specials I seen from him, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, sure. the the one, the next one that. Because he he had a Netflix deal right now. Yeah, I think he's a, he's the next one. Well, so I seen him on this recently recent tour. He was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It was it was funnier than his last few before that. So, mm-hmm. and then speaking of Kevin Hart, wasn't he just on with the <laughs> yeah? With that one? So yeah, I mean he's Tiffany Haddish's boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's under fire for all of that shit. But then he just went on Ellen for the we talked about it a few episodes ago for the gay comments. Mm-hmm. What eight years ago at this point? Yeah, probably Five, probably closer six to, 10. to eight. Yeah. Well, so here's here's kind of some background on that. So Ellen actually reached out to him to come on the show, and he said that he would only discuss what happened with her. And Fair, because ratings and everyone loves Ellen. Well, well not, <laughs> not even that, but they have a prior relationship because when, all, when he was telling all those gay jokes back in the day, 
I guess him and Ellen had sat down and had a conversation about it when he originally mm. apologized 10 years ago. And so she's really a proponent of his. She really supports him and she wants him to, to host the show. She yeah, yeah. reached out to them and asked them to bring him back on the show. And I guess they were amenable to it as well. So the end result of him being on Ellen was that he told her he would think about it. Um, cause he was still pretty much against it after they had talked, but she said, you know, I know who you are. I know what your character is. I know that you realized that you were being offensive in your jokes and you changed. And I don't think it's right that you were attacked this way. I think that people should allow you the room to grow and um, I want you to host the show. So she really supports him. Yeah. And I mean, we're not, none of us are gay on the show, so I don't, we can't really speak for the gay community. Right. But so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say something that would be ignorant. Like, you know, just let him, let him, let him do it. Well, right. He apologized because, you know, I'm not, a, it's I'm not, not the place, one offended yeah. by it. Because if somebody was like, oh, well, they were racist, but they apologized, let them host the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We would be like, that's not your choice to make. But, but I do feel strongly about going back and finding shit every time someone accomplishes something in their life. It felt very purposeful. Yeah. It was It was literally, like he said on the show, literally next day. Yeah. Woke like up he was in the like, morning like, oh. He was like, in the interview, he said, it was an, an attack on me. It was an attack to ruin everything I've built. It was an attack to destroy my career, the careers of the people who I've hired, who I've collected to work under me, who support me, who I support financially. He's mm -hmm. like, it was on purpose that they went and pulled up something from who I used to be 10 yeah. years ago. And it's hard because sometimes in certain circumstances when people pull shit up from back then and we, we hear these things about people, I am not a happy camper. <laughs> I'm just not. And I, and I, and I get it. Um, but, and then sometimes people pull up shit and I'm like, all right, you know, ten, I don't know. 10 years ago, I was 18. Yeah. I was dumb as a stump. I was 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would pray to God and, that nobody holds and, me and to the standard I was at 18. I don't even want to say 10 years ago because, shit, 25, I was still a fucking idiot. And uh, shit, there's still times where I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> your brain, the decision-making part of your brain doesn't even fully develop to your 25. So it's like... And, and I don't remember how old he was when all this happened. So I'm, this is not necessarily was, about yeah, him. It's yeah, just yeah. about just people, people in, in general. general. Yeah. But um, even then, you can still grow. Just because your brain's developed at 25, you can still say some shit at 31. And there could be something I say today. Ten years from now, I could be like, hey, I don't feel that way anymore. And you know what? I think I have a bias because I feel like people became more educated about the, the gay community and learned what was acceptable and what wasn't. And a lot of people changed how they spoke, how they behaved. A lot of people did. Some people didn't and probably never will, but a lot of people did. Mm -hmm. But when I think about like racism, like if somebody was saying racist shit back in the day, I don't give them country like at all to me because yeah. I don't feel like you can grow out of racism. And no. I think maybe that's a bias of mine and maybe it's because I'm not gay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I can't, I, it's not my place to really judge that. But from my perspective, I've seen people do that. So I know I've never really seen somebody be racist and stop being racist. I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. Um, I think you, I think it depends on the, obviously it depends. It's all situational. It depends on the person, but 
it depends on the age as well. You may be, you know, you may be taught something growing up and then you become an adult and you actually meet people, meet people of different paths of life and mm-hmm. realize, hey, you know, this isn't everything my parents said to me. Because, you know, it, it, falls, it comes down to parents a lot of the times. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's generational stuff. Now, if the parents could change, probably not. You probably don't have that much room to grow if you're still, you know, 30, 40s thinking some racist shit and you just feel that way. So I think that's where the difference lies. I don't know. Somebody don't like it, they don't like it. And that's all and you really got to know. You can't be out here trying to make excuses for somebody feeling offended. Like, well, you shouldn't feel offended. Right, yeah. Well, nigga, I do. So what are we going to do about <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> just, and, it's simple. And one thing is social media... Sometimes saying this shit that is offensive on social media, it's like it's it has a domino effect. You say something, someone says, hey, I'm offended by this. Then you could take a look in the mirror and be like, huh, should I have said this? Should I feel this way? And then you could change your opinion based on you saying that. But if you never mm-hmm. said it out loud and no one ever called you out on saying it out loud, you could always feel that way forever. Right. And I think there is a point to the fact of he, he apologized about this 10 years ago. What else do you want him mm-hmm. to say? What else do you want him to say? Like, I think he, he hand- apologized and he's never done it again. And he, he handled it badly just because of how indignant he was about it. Like I said, if he had just not said anything, he probably would have been fine. But you know, he just he handled it in a in a bad way. And yeah. now you know he's trying to he's trying to figure it out how to get back to it. You know, Ellen's a good person to have in your corner. You know, it's the Oscars. You're gonna do it or you're not. It's all this back and forth is it's extra. Yeah, do it or don't. <laughs> So do you th- <laughs> do you think they can't find anybody else? Somebody will do it because I feel like they can't just go to a straight white man now because. <laughs> but they're acting like you know he's some kind of. So I think that's why they haven't. But that's like he's a comical yet. fucking genius. Just pick somebody else who's fucking funny to do this shit. If you don't want him to do it, you going through all of this for what? What he's hosted something was it the ESPYS? Yeah, I think no. What he hosted ESPYs? something that wasn't that that wasn't that good. And again, I, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a Kevin Hart fan. I like him. I'm not a. I like his. I enjoy his movies. It's not. They're not the funniest movies, but <laughs> and, and back to the Adam Sandler shit. Kevin Hart might be moving into that for this now because he's I, making so many of them at I this pray, point. I pray. I pray not. <laughs> that nigga's not that funny. <laughs> I should try to just to come, um, come clean about it. But I, I enjoy the stand-ups too. But he's. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think. I think there's something to be said about the fact that he was addressed about this several years ago, many years ago. He apologized, he corrected himself, and he never made the mistake again. This nigga don't talk about nothing in his set no more. If it ain't about no, him, he don't no. say nothing. Nope. So obviously, he don't, he, he's corrected his behavior. Yeah. What else would you like him to do? And again, it's not, it's not our place to say. It's just you yeah, know what yeah. I've seen yeah. occur. So, I mean, I don't know. But the, the people, it seems like, who dug everything up, weren't the offended party. It seems like when they dug it up, it was just to say, well... To, f- to fuck with them. Right. I could be wrong, but that's how it, felt. That's how it came up. That's what the, my perception was of it. So I said, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's doing a lot right now. Just <laughs> just do what it don't. Please just do what it don't. Yeah. So maybe by the time y'all hear this, they'll have an answer, but... Doubtful. Yeah. Oscars in a few weeks. They should figure it out pretty soon. When is it? I think they're in February. Ugh. And they still don't have a host. And they don't have a host because they're doing, <laughs> they're doing all this dumb shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, they want him back. So they've 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 agreed. Like they want him back. Was there stipulations? No, no. not to my knowledge. Unless he's holding out for some more money. 
Because you remember, he backed out. They didn't, he, they he was, didn't remove him. He was one of those like, from, from what he said was they told him that he needs to either apologize yeah. or that he's he not going to step up and step off. He's like, I step off. So, yeah. They should have had a plan B. Clearly, they didn't. So, I, I don't... So, from my understanding, he apologized and... Well, he stepped back and apologized in the same at the same exact in the same breath, basically. He, rea- right? he reacted too quickly. It was it yeah. was it was like a trigger trigger finger kind of reaction. He went off, then he apologized, then he stepped off, all within like twelve hours. <laughs> and I think he's gonna be on a Good Morning America next week too, God. probably talking about this shit again. Damn, <laughs> really? <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure I heard them say he's gonna be on next week. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> Oh man. I mean, again, it's not for me to judge. If the gay community is upset with him, that's their right. Right. If they if they if they feel away about it, I'm with him 100. percent He's he's dragging this shit out. It's fucking annoying. Make a decision, please. For something nobody's gonna watch. <laughs> you tune you tuning into the Oscars? <sighs> See who's gonna win a Best Picture? You don't even know who's nominated. Who cares? No, I'll yeah. find out after and maybe watch exactly. the movie. Unless it's a disaster like the Moonlight uh, La La Land shit, you're not going to watch. Yo. That was a disaster. I just watched Moonlight for the first time the other day. Did you? Like, maybe a month ago. I think I watched it maybe a few months after they won Best Picture. Because I, I had bought it just to support, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just I got so many movies over there I never watched. And I'm like, yo, I got time. Let me, let me, let me throw on Moonlight. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was different. I hadn't seen anything kind of like that at that point. Me, I just like... I like to know what happened. So, like, Mahershal Ali died. I'm like, wait, where the fuck happened? What happened? How'd he die? So, it was just, like, unanswered questions for me like that with the time jumps that I had. But overall, it was a, it was a really good movie. He just did another one uh, based off a of James Baldwin book, If Bill Street Could Talk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Homie was in, a, was in Bird Box. Which one? The, the, the older main character. I forgot his name. Oh, I haven't seen Bird Box. So I, me, the one in, me and the Eric one are in, like. Uh, sorry, the one in uh, Moonlight. The main, the older one, the one that went to like he had oh, the grills. Oh, Javante Rose. He, okay, Javante Rose, he yeah. had the grills in his mouth. Yeah. His teeth. He t- even when he takes the grills out, his teeth still look like he got the grills in. So oh, it like weirds me out yeah. a little bit. But so I'm watching Bird Box. Like, where's this nigga's grills? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and Eric are the only two people on the planet who have not watched Bird Box. He traded the grills for a blindfold. Yep, good. For, and you guys, you want to talk about Bird Box? You're the only person who's seen it. Go and tell. It. Regale us with tales of Bird Box. Me and Eric both kind of feel the so, same on it, which is funny. We're just like, eh. So that's how I felt watching it. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's so good. And my, I watched it basically, I think the day it came out. My wife said, seen the trailer. She's about like, it? oh, no, no, no. My wife's seen the trailer. Oh, okay, okay. So like, I didn't know everyone was going to be talking about this movie. So she's like, oh, that movie that, uh, we seen, that I showed you the trailer a few weeks ago came out. So I was like, all right, let's watch it. Fuck it. And um, at the end, I'm just like... Eh, that's it? That's what all that was for? It, it didn't. I don't want to. Are y'all going to watch? I don't want to spoil it. Man, but, you better no. talk about that movie. Yeah, I don't give probably a not. So, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so, um, they start off, the world is crumbling. People are killing themselves. And everyone is looking and seeing people kill themselves. And then they kill themselves. And she she makes it into some sort of fucking house and everyone is saying you can't look outside so basically whatever you seen whenever you seen someone killing themselves or being violent or something it made you want to kill yourself 
So that's where the blindfolds came in and the windows and the curtains. And you, so you had to cover your eyes because you can't see it or else you, you'll you kill are yourself. totally turning me off to this movie. <laughs> this sounds fucking stupid. Y'all went crazy so, over this? I was so already turned off. This shit sounds stupid. One by one, people see the light or whatever, the darkness, whatever you want to call it, and they start killing themselves and killing other people and shit like that. So eventually it's down to Sandra Bullock and these two little kids and. They train them how to not see and how to move in the, with the blindfolds on so you can't see. I'm going to try to close my eyes as I describe this. So they're moving and, wow. and <laughs> wow. watching their steps and all of this. So I guess before like the before homie, homie from uh, Devontae Rhodes, Devontae yeah, Rhodes Devante dies. Rhodes, yeah, before yeah. he dies, they uh, get a call on like the one walkie-talkie they have left. And... <laughs> You watched this movie. This sounds yeah. awful. Yeah, and the way, see the really way they terrible. cut it was good because they started off with them. Because all right, so the, on the walkie-talkie, it's someone saying, "Hey, all you got to do is follow the river." So it's the movie starts off with her in a boat with these kids and her, her looking at these kids saying, "You have to do exactly what I tell you, or I'm gonna kill you." Because she's a good actress. Yeah, but she's like, not. That's why I figured to, why she signed so, on to do this so dumb shit. So that's what got you hooked. Her looking these two kids in the eyes, just, that's the first scene you see. You have to do exactly what you didn't do, or you're going to die. You're going to be killed, and there's nothing I can do to protect you. And you're like, oh, all right. Where's, where's this about to go? And they go down the river. There's like a little suspenseful thing that one person has to look in order to get through the rapids of the river. And she's the, torn between these two kids, one that's her kid and one that's not her kid. And who's she going to pick to look to get them to safety, and then it comes to it, and she looks them both in the like she puts like a blanket over them. She looks them both in the eyes. Neither of you are gonna look. We're gonna go blind. <laughs> it's like, and then they ended up at a they ended up at a fucking blind house where everyone in there is blind, and that's how they survived. And they were able to have the birds fly up and cover the outside. I don't know what the fuck what the fuck happened, but it was fucking stupid. That sounds fucking trash. And then afterwards... Y'all broke Netflix's record for this trash-ass movie? Well, I, yes. think, I, th- I think part of that is everyone is off for the holidays. It's Sandra Bullock. The first second of it has you hooked. The trailer was, was like, alright, I could see what the fuck this is about. I was amazed at how many people have just discovered Sandra Bullock. Like, people were yeah. like going crazy oh my god she's 54 going crazy over her and i'm like dude she has so many popular movies out did y'all, y'all never seen a sandra bullock movie no, none of you i see people like, were posting she's pictures of fucking, her she's won a fucking oscar i see like yo i, see I don't memes. understand i seen memes of like <laughs> like yo if you need if you need to get anywhere safely make sure sandra bullock is leading the way or some shit because she was in uh what was it speed she was yep. driving yeah. the bus i guess yep. um sure was she was in what was that space movie where I don't know one recent one I, her I didn't George watch that shit did the not one her and George Clooney yeah she was in that shit so and I think there was a few others but yeah that was pretty funny but it was stupid and then afterwards people are like comparing it to and I always said this was the worst movie I've ever seen The Happening did you see that with Mark Wahlberg no. No, no 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 I hate I went to the movies when I was younger seeing that shit I walked out say, saying that was the worst movie I ever seen I've gone out of my and, way not to watch Mark Wahlberg movies. and. <laughs> I like I like him. Um, in what? <laughs> Let's not the, do that. All right, I, there's movies that he's in that I enjoy. I enjoy Ted. I enjoy. Uh, there's a few of those Boston mob movies that I enjoy. The part, I can't is, think of. The part is fire. Yeah, it, I can't think it, it of the names off the top it. of my head. But, but why watch Ted when you just watch Family Guy? 
I'm just I can't I can't watch. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a big cartoon dude. Yeah. Oh, that's why. That, that Maybe sense, like no. I'm not a big cartoon guy. Ted was, which is though. why I probably didn't watch a boon much of Boondocks because. Yeah, because you're a crazy person. Yeah. But continue. Um. I lost my train of thought. Oh, so the happening that shit was just the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen that. And then me neither. Up until the Meg, remember we talked about it. The Meg dropped this year, and I'm like, yo, this might have this might give the happening a run for its trash money. I've never seen it. Did you go see it? The Meg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I t- I, Kayla was like, hey, we want to go see it. We're going to the movies. You want to come? I'm like, fuck it. I didn't even see the trailer. I didn't see anything about it. I'm like, the Meg? Cool. I don't know what the fuck a Meg is, but I'm thinking it's going to be like a rom-com, a chick yeah, flick. No, no. It was like Meg Ryan or some shit. I thought that's who the Meg was. <laughs> it was, like, it was Tom Yo, Hanks, the love interest? What's wrong with this nigga, bro? What's wrong okay. with this nigga, son? What happened to Meg Ryan? She chilling. Send her money. She cooling. <laughs> this nigga thought the Meg was about Meg Ryan. Unreal, son. I, well, I didn't know what to expect. And it was that top two, the Meg and the Happening are the worst movies ever. So, yeah, that's the Bird Box recap. It's stupid. Um, it, but it, it does it does suck you in a little bit to see what's going to happen. But it is just a pointless-ass pointless movie. I saw the trailer and was like, I'll never see this. This looks dumb. Why is Sandra Bullock in a, in a, in a Blindfolded for one, that was my first thought. Because then, yeah, because dumb shit's happening. Kill herself, Some Eric. dystopian future. All, all the, could you stop doing movies about dystopian futures? Can we have a movie about the future that's happy? Can we do Word. that, please? Because every movie that it's about the future is terrible. We've all killed each other. We're like in these bum ass cities that are all broken up and depleted. Every movie about the future sucks. How about we do one that's happy? Huh. Everyone. So to come back from it, yo, this shit destroyed, but we we back, baby. We got a functioning society now. Kind of. I am legend. Dystopian future. Niggas and zombies. The movie just came out this summer where they had the cities on wheels. That looks fucking awful. I forget the name. Oh, it's called Mortal Engines. Uh, I saw a trailer when I went to go see the Spider-Man movie. Son, it's about cities on wheels. It's awful. Cities on wheels. Cities on fucking wheels. (laughs) It's it's It looks trash. I'll never see it. They They give people money to make that shit. They cleared checks for that. No thanks. No thank you. <laughs> and I watch cartoons, and I will never go see that dumbass movie. There was a there was a show that was had an interesting plot point, something, but it, it didn't last. Oh, what the fuck was the name of that shit? It was like a mini series, but anyway, they uh, they like preserved bodies. So when the people woke, like they preserve bodies and then they try to f- fix everything on the outside so that when the people woke up, they could restart humanity. Hmm. And it, it, it was, it had a good premise, but it just, it didn't hit. I forgot the name of it. And you got to worry about, you have to worry about it being the show. They got to restart humanity. Keep fucking around with this dumbass motherfucker in office. <sighs> you know what? We are on. Nah, it's all right. Elizabeth Warren going to take him out. The government's still shut down. People aren't getting paid. I just read a tweet that said that TSA agents are ignoring when metal detectors go off because they don't care because they're, they're not getting paid. They're, and they're at work for whoa, free. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They, they, have to, they have to work. They have to go to work, but they, they work for free. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. They're eating whoa. canned food whoa. to save money. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But they, you, they ain't getting on the plane now. I fuck. get it, I get it. But if you you trying to appeal to people's morality, we ain't getting no money. You could you could you could let that dream. Yo, die. but They've if you're going as far as showing up, man, just they make have sure to you show, show up. No, they have to show up, but they go to jail. Yes, they have to legally show up. They oh, cannot stay home. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. 
<sighs> for weeks, and they have not been getting paid. It's day. I want to say you still don't want anybody to get killed on an airplane. Them niggas don't care. Clearly, they're you're don't. gonna get paid eventually. Are they? Are they? Have you heard the recent comments from your president? No. The, what is the shutdown could go on for months or years until he gets what he wants? Well, he said or years, or years, or years. Or years. That was what he said to Chuck Schumer, the uh, minority leader for the, in the Senate. Meanwhile, we're also not getting income tax back. Nope. As long as it stays shut down. If it ha- if the shutdown goes to January 24th, it's going to delay your, your tax refund. I ain't yep. getting nothing back, but I'm just saying for all of you who are. Because I know I know my tax refund was usually spent before I got it. Mm-hmm. I get to claim my son this year, too. Well, That's well, tragic. Have fun waiting, nigga. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Because <laughs> that shit ain't moving right now, nigga. I'll tell you that. Damn, let's, yo. see, let's see if CNN has a ticker for the official time on the shutdown. Mm-hmm. They usually do when you watch on TV. But no. The uh, National Park workers are on furlough, so they're home, not getting any money. The parks look trashy from the... I watched something on 60 Minutes the other day. Mm-hmm. Garbage all over the place, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. But yo, just don't... Yo, be a decent fucking person and throw away your fucking trash. I can throw away your trash if there's nowhere to throw it into. Cause it Keep it until you can throw it away somewhere yeah, else. Nobody's doing that. You asking, you asking a lot of people, Evan. Yo, just be fucking decent human beings. You are yo. asking a lot of That's people. That's asking a lot to just be not be a slob? Yeah. In public? Be a slob in your own house. <laughs> That's, what the, That's what homes are for, to be a slob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be a slob and no one has to fucking see your shit. Man, you expecting a lot of people. That's mm-hmm. what, you, you a good person, son. <clears throat> you can't expect nothing from these motherfuckers out here. You hear me? Yeah, it's, just, it's a sticky business with this government shutdown. You know, we could reopen the government if the Senate had any nuts, but they don't, so it won't. All they got to do is sign the bill. It, uh, House already passed it. Senate signs it. President vetoes it. They override his veto. Government's reopened. Everybody gets their money. Mm-hmm. That that wouldn't that would you know involve them not being dickheads. <laughs> yeah. And exactly they are. So it's not gonna happen. Oh man, this is all the who's gonna, We're shot, man. This it's over. This is all the who's gonna blink first. This is all this shit is about. Mm-hmm. They just trying to see who's gonna blink first. Yep. They're playing chicken with the country right now. Yeah. Yeah. And national deficit went up two trillion dollars since the uh, tax break came. Yep. So your extra thirty dollars is two trillion dollars in debt. Thanks for nothing. Mm-hmm. And the tax cut was only temporary. Because it's, it's supposed to end, I think, at some point this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> for us, it's going to... All you motherfuckers. For us, it's going to stop. Corporate tax break is permanent. All you motherfuckers. Corporate tax break... Corporate taxes, I think, went from 25 to 20 voted him in for tax cuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. You got a year out of it. Mm-hmm. How, how does it feel? <laughs> this shit is a bad movie too. <laughs> Yo, that ass. That's a fact, nigga. M. Light Shyamalan write this one. In my head, this shit trash, nigga. You hear me? Oh man, the happening too. This is worse than the happening. This least... is real fucking life, yo. We're really discussing this in real fucking life. Oh, man. Which brings us to Elizabeth Warren, who's 800 years old. That could be the name of the episode. What's happening Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. Marvin, Marvin don't have nothing to do with that. We can, we can, we can let that rock. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, shout out to the gay estate. I don't want no smoke. Shout out to the gay estate. I don't want no smoke. That would definitely be the name of the episode if we were trying to stay, stick on theme. I don't want no smoke. See, you look like you want smoke with them. I don't want no. I don't the want gay no, estate. I don't, want no, I don't want no trouble. Sorry, B. Go ahead. 
So Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> she's 432,000 years old. This is true. Running for president in 2020. Again. Yo, Trump put out a picture that said 1 slash 2020th. So it said Elizabeth Warren 2020, and he wrote a, he wrote a 1 and a slash, and then a TH at the end. He's a child. Talking about native. I laughed, though. That was fucking hilarious. He just held a meeting and had a Game of Thrones-themed picture of himself on the table in the meeting. Didn't it say the wall is coming? Yes. Didn't the wall not work in Game of Thrones? Uh, It did until it got knocked down. Very, very prophetic. Yeah. Because El Chapo building something through that wall. Build it if you want to. Spoiler alert. The wall, they're protecting it. You know, no one can get over the wall. No one can get around the wall. We're just going to go through that, motherfucker. That's right. They're going to put some C4 on that motherfucker and going to hit a switch. <laughs> and the wall's going to be no more. Well, people from Mexico have been climbing the wall that's already there. It's a fence. To that's do. all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's to a de- fucking to fence. To demonstrate that they can get over I it. I guess there's a lot of sacred land, too, that they can't build on. There's mm-hmm. native lands. Um, Which Elizabeth Warren is obviously going to protect. Wow. Because she's one. Yeah. She's native. Who? Never mind. Those some tomatoes at this day. <sighs> that joke stunk. <laughs> wow. Somebody drew a line all through like Texas, New Mexico, everything where the wall was going to be, and then pointed to Florida and was like, "You think if you think niggas aren't going to find a way to get on a boat and come through this country through Florida, <laughs> you're fucking stupid." Because right. that's all what they already do. That's how Cubans get into the country through there's, fucking Florida. There's thousands of the miles Dominican of coast. Baseball players. There's thousands of miles of coast. If you think the wall's going to stop anybody from. Ric Flair strolling right into the country. Yep. You got them fucked They're up. just going to get on boats and come through the opposite end of California. Like, whatever they got to do, they're going to do. Drug dealers built tunnels under the wall that was already there there's, to move weight. Yo, there's so many tunnels. If you didn't watch... Um, how deep is the wall going to go? It ain't going to high. How deep is it going to go? If you didn't watch uh, Mayans... Mayans MC. Uh, Mayans MC. Watch that and you will learn how real the tunnels are out there, okay? Mm. There's tunnels under the all those states. Going through whole states. They can literally walk in tunnels in Mexico and Nigga. end up in fucking Northern California. Okay? Easy Angel, his brother, Easy's the main character in Mayans, and two other n- members of the club. They walked through a tunnel. The tunnel popped up in somebody's basement on the other side of the wall, on the other side of the border. Mm-hmm. They just walked in and were like, oh. oh we're in Mexico. Yeah. We're in Mexico. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm about guys to build doing? a fucking tunnel wall right there. So, to where? To your backyard. KFC, maybe. Like got, El Chapo. They got some good dope. They got, they got, they got the good dope over at KFC. Got the good dope. You had to smuggle in mashed potatoes. <laughs> Ugh, he uh, might. And bad fried chicken. He uh, might. Just might. Never mind. Coleslaw. I, you bet, I bet you eat coleslaw. You probably don't do you? eat coleslaw. Oh, sure. coleslaw is. Oh, I'll take right. mac and cheese over coleslaw. Wow, you are really disrespectful <laughs> wow. as fuck. That's, that was total disrespect. All right. That's a whole all other. day, every day. Give all me right. the mac and cheese. Son. That was a whole new level. What else we got? I'm tired of these old people wanting to run for president. I'm just I don't know. all of them. Everybody that's they're mentioned all eight hundred years they're old. All the, they're all at least sixty five, at the least. I think that's the youngest one. Oh man! Because Beto hasn't said anything about running yet. I know he met with Biden. Um, the big new, the big push was for uh, Ocasio Cortez. I think she wants to run in the future, but she's younger than I am, so that's not happening. You see that they were trying to—they came out with a dancing video of her. I mean, I'd be embarrassed by that too because she don't got no rhythm. But yeah, that was. Whew. But that she was, was young and being silly. Yeah, and she like, was just, oh, no, there's nothing bad about no, it. No, no, it but a, like they were like dragging. It was dragging. brutal to watch because it wasn't good. They were like dragging her. So then they she came out with a, a video of her and she was like, um, the GOP's mad that um, 
I think she said like college students dance or something like that. She was like, wait till they find out Congresswoman dance. And she was like dancing in her suit and then tucked back into the room. <laughs> nice. Tucked back in my, popped back in my office. She should have uh, tightened the shot right onto the door with her name on it. Mm-hmm. And slammed the goddamn door. <laughs> Yo, she's, she's really uh, ruffling feathers and I'm here for it. I'm mad I, I don't live in New York so I couldn't vote for her because I like her. I'm going to keep it a being with you. Where, you where, she, where her district, you don't want to live in her district. I understand, but I like her. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bronx and the shitty part of Queens that she, she's residing over uh. currently. Yeah, shout out, shout out to her. Shout yeah, out to but, Johanna Hayes. Mm-hmm. Hayes. All them were sworn in. It was something like over 100 women now yep. are in the Congress. It's fire. 55, I want to say. They said we're uh, of a minority minority class. There's a, the first uh, Muslim American. Yep. I think she's uh, I think her parents are Somalian from Minnesota. Johanna Hayes, yeah. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I want to know how Somalians got to Minnesota. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Yo, it's so crazy because it's all it takes is like yeah. one group of people to go. They call home, yeah. and, and niggas just start showing up. Yo, mm-hmm. how'd they end we're, up in minutes? We're here. We're here. Get them out. Fucking Vikings for real. Yeah. They said no. It's here. It's lit. Those are the real Vikings. They're like it's here. It's lit. Nobody's bothering us. Just come on through. Yep. And that's how they all got there. I'm the captain now. <laughs> that means he's the captain now. This thing's out of control, bro. Anyway, so I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room. It's R. Kelly doc. Oof. Man. We've watched two. We've watched two. Night three. one. Night one. Yeah, so we watched we'll, night one. If night. anything else comes, we'll talk about it next week. But Night two aired last night last when night. we were out. I got, I, I got to episode three. Y'all didn't get through it yet. Nope. And then I'd rather drink than listen to R. Kelly be a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah football's on today, so I yeah. yeah. probably won't watch it. No, for, I but sure uh, night three is tonight, so. Uh, what is it one of them a three-hour night? Tonight. So it, it must be tonight, tonight then. I didn't tonight. know that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> He's trash. I'm going to say, as the R. Kelly fan in the room, I am going to say R. Kelly is a piece of... Nigga. What's going on in your home? That sounded like thunder. <laughs> what is going on in your home? It's cold out here. They breaking shit upstairs. Nigga, I'm freezing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I'm... what that shit was, but it scared my... the shit out of me. I felt like R. Kelly was striking me down. <laughs> my hands and feet are ice Son, breaks. I'm so <laughs> cold. I don't know what that was. Can we invest in a space heater down here? I'm just gonna <sighs> run up your bill. Can I just put it like right at our feet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If my feet are warm, the rest of me be warm too. Oh man. So as the R. Kelly fan, I will say he is a piece of shit. Oh, wow. I'm not gonna say any butts. I'm not gonna say anything else. He's a piece of shit. They tried to really humanize him for that first portion of night one. Absolutely. My, my question is if you're telling the story, do you need to say that? Do you need I think to for them, you need to tell the whole because I feel like do you need to tell the whole story is my question. I don't, I don't know. I don't fault them for doing it because I, I know that for them to tell have some kind of journalistic integrity, they probably felt they had to yeah, have, give a yeah, full picture. Yeah. For I think for most people, I know for me, you having a story where you have some kind of pain at the beginning doesn't justify the the hate that you do to other people no. on the back end. And, and maybe it was more, they meant it to be more of a history lesson. Like, listen, he was, you know, molested as a child, X, Y, Z. I get it. I think if they if had... If you're going to have six parts, you probably should include that, you know? I would rather them have had that in the beginning and say, this is what happens when you don't address issues. And then... Because they had psychologists on there. They yeah, had people yeah. on the field in there. If they had tried to add that, maybe at the end of the night, one to say, okay, if you know somebody that's been through this, here's the kind of steps you need to take to alleviate that. I think that'd have been a lot better and a better teacher moment. But I know this is a documentary, so they really didn't take those steps. This is basically sounding like it almost came off like this is his life from start to wherever they end up at the end. 
because they started at the end of 91 they were still in the 90s and all the dumb shit he yeah, was doing yeah. they were literally in 96 <laughs> it was yo. like 96 97 yeah. or some shit they hadn't even got to anything else yet nope it's crazy it, it is it is listen it is very uncomfortable to watch it is there is a lot of yeah, pain it's comfortable to hear uh, and it's funny because it's not funny that's the wrong word to use but it's it was interesting to me because he made a statement before the documentary dropped that some of the women were lying. And so far, every single woman we've heard from, the whole story lines up. Every single there's no, it, detail. There's no deviation in his methodology either. There's no de- deviation from how he treated no. all of them. It was all like almost like a he had like a process that he followed to a T on how he every single one went of them. found them, how he trained them to act, and the only, everything that happened after. The only thing I hate is you have a few questionable things. So when you have, there's one one woman in there where the Aaliyah's family came out and said, we never seen her. She's saying that she was around our daughter and we were there on every tour. Again, I don't know how true that is, but. Oh, she, Aaliyah's family's definitely lying. So, okay. So that's, you think, so that's where that's, we're going with it. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Because they're like, I've never seen this woman before. But just that statement alone throws up a bunch of not for questions me. for people, not for you, for people, not for me either, not for you, for, but for people out there trying to defend this shit, it throws that, it throws bait in the air. Like, hey, all right, we could use this to defend I it. See, oh, her family says she's lying. She's never been around. So then now that puts everything else I could into see, question. I could see how it made it, put it into question before you watch the documentary. But once yeah. you watched it, it is very clear that Aaliyah's parents were not involved in her life at all. If her uncle was able to take her personal documents, forge them, and allow her to marry R. Kelly without her parents knowing, and then R. Kelly paid them a hundred dollars for her silent for Wait, their that silence. Was her uncle? Yes. I thought that was his tour manager. So he was he was her her, her he, uncle was his tour. Oh. No, her uncle is uh, Barry Hankerson. He's yes. a record exact. Oh, okay. I was watching. He's, he's I was, who introduced I had, them. I had one, one headphone in when I was yeah. watching. So, like, I watched, but I, I yeah. had. So, her uncle, uh, Barry Hankerson, used to run. I want to say he was, that was Electra Records back then. Whatever okay. record label he where, whatever record labels he was running. So, that's how she met R. Kelly. Okay. And that's how they started working together. Demetrius, who you're talking about, that piece of shit. The tour, he was his PA, his personal assistant and his tour manager, forged the document. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sick of the, all the people in the, in this documentary. All these niggas are scumbags. They all all, all of a sudden, of them. All, all of them, all of them, all of a sudden now they got a conscience now about all the heinous shit he, they helped him do. The money dried up. Yep. The statute of limitations are up, so now they want to run their fucking mouth. So get the so fuck there, out okay, of here. So there's statute of limitations on this shit. This, on, on statutory, yeah. On just about every crime except murder, there's a statute of limitations. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so, so that makes sense now. Okay. But so her family was nowhere around when this was happening, Aaliyah's family. And it's yeah. it's evident because he was grooming her the entire time. When she's giving interviews, they're yeah. asking her her age and she's refusing to answer. It's a mystery. Can, can yes. We, can we go back a little bit before we continue and say how fucking nasty Lifetime is for throwing on her son? Her ship. I've tuned in five son. minutes early, yo. I heard that. I, I tuned in right, they, right they when they started. I didn't her, see that. I was her, watching on my computer. Her trash ass. Um, oh, biopic. the doc? Mm-hmm. They threw that on oh, the right before. Are the Aaliyah, Aaliyah, the Aaliyah Aaliyah right before oh, it led right uh, up into it. Yep. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yo, and I'm this like, yo, is that's why. Fun. And then it, it wasn't even good, yo. Dame, like I said, I Dame texted Dash you out. Dame Dash like looked like Dame a Wayne's Wayne. brother. He looked like one of the Wayne's brother, the, the missing Wayne's brother. This is so why. What the fuck is that? This is why Aaliyah's family came out with this statement is because they know this shit tarnishes 
everything they've tried to build up her memory to be. Yep. And it's not that it looks bad for her. It it's looks not, bad it's for him. It's, but it's this is fault. This is all people are going to remember now. Yep. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's true. You allowed your 15-year-old daughter to get married to a grown man. And then you accepted a $100 payment for your silence. And you yeah. never spoke on this shit ever again. And what people have to remember is like people were like, oh, everybody knew back then. Yeah, but the news back then was not like how it is now. No, no. Oh, the show canceled culture back then. They it, controlled the no, narrative. No, it wasn't no TMZ back then. They controlled was, the yeah, narrative. It, it wasn't no TMZ back then. It TMZ wasn't had reported all on. Yeah, it wasn't reported on how it would have been reported on if a 15-year-old got married to a grown man today. It just no. it didn't happen. Could you imagine a, a, like The Onion, TMZ, digging and all that shit? Like how they do now to people? Yeah, right. Finding all that wild shit? That shit would have never flew now. And, and they went through a whole thing on how common it was, especially in the entertainment yeah. slash yeah, yeah, music yeah. Indus- industry. And it it's just, the, the question, I didn't realize. I think two is. Her Elvis? parents. Oh, yeah. Elvis and uh, Priscilla, I think, was his wife's name. Yeah. It's, what? How old? I didn't see how old she was, but it's just it's wild, yo. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what? so that's how I, when I watched that segment on her, that's how I knew her family was lying. They're trying to protect her memory, and I get that. They don't want her character to be smirched. <laughs> they don't want people to blame her or talk badly about her, and I don't think anybody necessarily is going to do that. But, like, you weren't there. You and very clearly were not there. It was like her parents pawned her off on her uncle because mm-hmm. her uncle was in a music game. And they were like, hands up. Exactly. And just left it as is. And the thing is, we've seen what parents who come from nothing quite often will do with their children to get them out in public, to right, get right. them seen, to get money. Like, look at look at what fucking Kris Jenner allows to happen to her family. <laughs> and she, and she <laughs> not broke. Saying? And they're not even broke. They ain't never been broke. But no. when you talk about poor poor black families and their kids have a little talent back then they were they were pushing them out trying to you get know, them seen try, you know what i mean and the crazy thing is, I thinking don't know they if, were doing the best thing possible i don't know if they even had that kind of story you know what i'm saying like the regular nothing or something because yeah. if they already had a family member that was already in the game and had a high had a high level position i've never everything i've ever read about leah her family was like regular like regular middle class and she had a talent so they cultivated a talent and they had it in the industry already. The rest is history. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the "we're so broke that we need." But no, we need I, I meant like I, I don't even mean in general. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no yeah. the other girls they have that story because where where yeah, Kelly's yeah, from, yeah. he's from. I think he grew up on the south side of Chicago, usually the south or west. And you know, they talked about some of the shit he went through. His jailbird brother, who's a fucking scumbag too. Mm-hmm. It's another thing, like what I said. People are going to use like you, you're interviewing someone in jail. Talking about, you know what I mean? So it's just like a lot of stuff that people are just going to take and use and th- make excuses with. His wife. His oh, wife yeah, that I know they said something about still using his name. And then there was a video that came out of her a few months ago on Facebook Live. Wait, her singing with yeah, no, R. Kelly song. R. Kelly song. It's Happy daddy people. Music. She's like, it's my baby what? daddy. Yeah, my first baby daddy. Like singing, ha- literally singing Happy People. And it's like, yo, this is, these are two completely different tones from... From this documentary to you on Facebook Live. So my, my thing is, it, it's good that we are seeing... Because none of this is news for R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. None of, right, we've, right. We've, we've all known this. Right, right. But it, it is good to see it structured and... I don't want to say good. I don't know if that's a poor word. But to see it all structured and it's put, a, into, it's, it's an ha, organized put into a way. timeline and organized, right. yep, yep. maybe things will change. But if there's statute of limitations up... Probably yeah, he's not. not gonna, he's not going to get in trouble for that. I didn't he, realize he, that. I don't think he's going. I don't think um, he's going to do any real time. His money hasn't really dried up either. We saw uh, you touring. said something before we sat down. 
that they saw a spike in yeah. his music activity which, on the streaming services. Which I understand because people are now people that don't know who R. Kelly is are saying, "Yo, let me." I uh, don't think it's people who don't know him. I don't think anybody doesn't know who R. Kelly is. He's R. Kelly. I think it's people who just don't care. Because I sat on Twitter while I watched those first two episodes, and there were oh, people yeah. in droves coming out to defend him. People who said, I'm not going to stop listening to his music, even though we learned that every single one of his songs is about one of those underage little girls. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. single song. Mm-hmm. He wrote You Are Not Alone about for, a for Michael Jackson about a little girl he got pregnant who miscarried. So it's happening. How? And, and this is like where we come to like, this is where we come to the path in the road when we talk about separating the music from the artist. Because I've, I've used like the example of Chris Brown before where with Chris Brown, you know what I mean? What happened between him and Rihanna? I, I don't support him as a person, but I do enjoy his music. Whereas on the flip side, I, I cannot in, in any sort of consciousness support R. Kelly listen to his music at all. Especially now finding out that his music is about these little girls. That nigga's crazy. He's out of his mind, son. And all the people that was around just just letting the shit happen. All of them. The, the, the shit with Sparkle? Too. Nigga, the shit with Sparkle pissed oh. me off so bad. So Sparkle obviously is an artist um, mm-hmm. herself from the 90s. Great voice. Made, made music with R. Kelly. This was post-Aaliyah marriage. So this is after it came out that yep. he, he married Aaliyah. She was in the studio with R. Kelly. She admits that he was controlling her and all this shit and was telling people not to talk to her in the studio, all of that, and then brought her niece around and, him, still yep. allowed him to be alone with her, and she's the one who ended up on the sex tape getting peed on by and, R. Kelly. And that's the thing I was getting at is it's showing, it's putting, it's organizing everything, but it's also showing how much how people big pieces it. of shit yep. everyone around him was. No, Sparkle's ass should be in jail everyone. for that shit. And then she gonna cry about it yeah, on the dock. Like I can't believe it. What do you mean you can't believe it? You, you, saw, knew you saw it. this shit happen with you your were, own eyes. You were in the room and heard his wife have to knock on a door to ask if she could leave the bedroom to go eat and you brought your niece into the studio and then said, but I was watching her. Why you got why are you bringing your niece around somebody you felt you had to watch? It's a miracle this nigga's still alive. And then they distributed that video. People were distributing it everywhere. And it was child porn. She was 14 years yo, old. I seen someone post on a screenshot. I sent it to you. Someone posted, yo, am I the only one looking, trying to find this video? Why are you trying to find child porn on the internet? And why what is you, wrong with y'all? Why are you talking about it? You're just saying, hey, police, just come, come What arrest. is like, wrong just, with just y'all? Just come arrest me. Come arrest that me. That shit is crazy to me. If you it's didn't see it, you, you didn't me. see it. I seen it when I was fourteen, so I would. When I, yeah, when I, and I was thing, young. we were really young. When I was all this young. Happens. Yeah, I was, I was like fifteen. So we're we're you know when we see it, it's just like oh, it's a sex tape. Like I didn't even think nothing of it. I'm like it's a sex tape, and it was a bunch of pee jokes, and yeah. that was it. I remember when, the no, barber. Like, every, every barber shop you ever been to had that fucking tape everywhere. It was played. I everywhere. they played it in the barbershop shop when I was in there when I was younger one day. And that's the thing is like the re- people were asking like oh why are you guys watching this documentary you already knew this but. We we knew of a lot of this shit. A lot of it hasn't necessarily been confirmed, even though we know it's true. We haven't heard the stories. Like, we we were young. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were so young when all this shit happened. You know what I mean? Like when he married Aaliyah, this was like ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. I was four years old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I heard about yeah, it. Yeah. But I don't. You know what I mean? I couldn't substantiate any of that shit. I was too young. But it's yo, it's crazy how because AJ nothing but a number. The one thing, yeah, like the one twelve play. 
Yo, that that theory, that theory. Twelve play. He met Aaliyah like, when she was twelve. Yo, that theory got me like, yep. yo. Yeah. I took a seat back, like, nah. Yes. Shit, shit's wild, son. This shit is crazy. Like, and everybody's the one question everybody's been asking all these years is like, how does R. Kelly get away with all this? And this is this is why I wanted to watch this documentary is because we see now how and, and, it's and the, the next, adults. The next part is going to be the trial and see what the fuck happened there. Yes. That's what I'm really interested to see. I because guess. growing up, we're not we're ignorant to that shit. We're not paying attention to none of this shit. We're worried about sports and right. girls of our own and we're young. And stupid shit you know, that doesn't matter. It's the same way OJ beat his case. Somebody fucked up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm really. My, my, my thought is somebody. Happened. Somebody fucked up royally because OJ shouldn't have beat his you murderer. Had the video. And okay. Kel shouldn't have beat fourteen child pornography charges. He beat all. I of thought them. it was twenty-one. He I beat fourteen 21. of them. Seven of them got thrown out before. Oh, uh, okay. The fourteen okay, okay. went to trial. He beat all of them. But that's what I mean. Like when everybody was trying to figure out and has always been trying to figure out how does he get away with all this shit? He has people enabling him in every which direction. Like a network, like a network of people that just let him rock. People, people watching and stalking these girls after he has sex with them. So they don't tell anybody people. He he takes them away from their families and removes them. So they can't contact anybody. They're not allowed to take phone calls. There's bedrooms in the studio where they're being locked up. Yo, the shit is, it's like, it sounds like a movie, but it's so much it more like horrific like, because it's real life. Almost like an entire economy for like a small group of people yeah. in, in that part of Chicago. He was making so much money in the 90s, nigga. Yeah. He, was, he was probably employing so many people just to do dumb shit for him. Yeah. Like niggas just to hoop with him, just niggas to, to watch the studio, just to do any little thing. And then it's crazy and because- he kept, it, he kept it tight and he made sure that nobody, nobody said anything about any of this crazy shit. It's crazy because I follow like a lot of people from Chicago on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I'm seeing all these tweets of people who are older saying like, yo, They've I remember new. him yeah. being at the McDonald's across the street from, from the, the high school, from the high school yep. after homecoming. I remember him sitting outside across the street and niggas would always be like, yo, that's our Kelly. That's our Kelly, blah, blah, blah. I remember him being at the malls and we would see him shopping yo. around for girls. Like and he just out there. Yo, yo I think not even the hiding name, it. One of the names, one, names of the episodes was hiding in plain sight and it's yeah. like yo this nigga's chilling at the high school he, he like when you're he like i think yeah. there was a few years in there where he was like 1920 and it's like all right maybe if you're looking for it's not that suspect if you're looking for like a 17 18 year old to be at the high school that's not but once you start getting in 20 22 23 24 25 and you're still there and it's like bro, if you're, what are you, if you're at what are the you age, doing if you're the age of a college junior what the fuck are you doing in a high school it's weird it's, it's not like it's not like nah. you're a freshman your, your friends are still there so you went to hang out because you're you're basically 18 19 yourself nah this nigga was like mid-20s and up hanging out at high school and shit uh, yeah and and i still after all this seen people saying oh you're justifying it Aaliyah was fast she was just a fast ass little girl like yo stop Even blaming if she was bro St- but but it's not that's Let her not be the fast thing. with fast ass little boys little, not a little girls man. little girls can't be fast ass little girls with grown ass men no. No, no that's not how that works they're fast if they're fast with g- boys their age you're talking about you're talking about a 15 year old girl fast. talking about she can make her own decisions since when then they're fast. She she make a decision to go to school. I mean, to eat and 15, to do her homework. Fifteen, you you know right from wrong, but that don't just that. That's if you're having sex with fifteen year old boys, all these other little things and stuff that you, on your level. Not a grown ass man, man. But, you can't justify but that even, shit at all. But There's even no that, buts, ifs, ands, nothing. Even that it, it's frustrating because girls are treated so differently than boys yeah. as we grow older. From yeah. the time that we start to de- our bodies start to develop, older people tell us 
not to be fast. Stop dressing like you're fast. Stop acting like you're fast. Stop acting like an adult. All this stuff because our bodies grow sexually. They don't tell little boys that. Never, never. And they make girls feel guilty about receiving attention from people they shouldn't be receiving attention from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like because they look overly sexualized and this especially happens in in the black community for black girls who are overly sexualized from the age of 6, 6 years old. So you have to consider that when you're when you're hearing things like this because I even seen a tweet earlier about somebody who was saying, "Oh, my 13-year-old son watches porn and then he sends it out to his little thought of a girlfriend and I'm not even going to call her a girlfriend because that's not what she is." So your son is watching porn and sending what? it to some girl and she's the thought but like that's what right. ends up happening. You right. know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's the conversation that occurs around victims, around wow. little girls. It like isn't the mother saying this. Yeah, but that's and it's women. A lot of the times it's women who are doing this because I'll damn sure tell you it's women who are telling little girls, don't be out here being fast. Definitely. You know her all your aunties, your granny. Absolutely. Say, say that to somebody in your family. And then some fucked up shit happened, they looking at her like it's her fault. No, that nigga's a grown ass man. Yep. He he need to learn how to control himself. Uh, two, he need to be able to figure out who the fuck is a teenager and who's not. It don't take much. It's a simple conversation. I don't care how she looks. It's, it's not the child's responsibility. No, it's not a child's responsibility for her to be like, I'm a child. You're a grown up. How about you fall the fuck back? How about you act like an adult and make the right decision? But nobody around him seems to want to do that. Even up, Even now. Mm-hmm. You see all these niggas up there now talking about they, they feel guilty. You yeah. didn't feel guilty when you, was yeah. getting, when you was getting a bag to forge a document like, for, for a child to get married in a different state away from her family. Sparkle, you see, 20 years later, yo. Nope. You, yo. And he did it in a way where he knew that nobody would come looking for their children. Oh, he, 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 had a, he had the method down to a science and everybody around him let it happen. They're all pieces of shit. Yep. Get them all the fuck out of here. It's I want disgusting. See, I want to see nobody's tears now. No. That you, that you got you got some life. You got a you got a few you got a few dollars from lifetime to go up there and tell your story now. Fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I could drown in them shits. Damn. Man. Talk about they were walking in the studio and in every bedroom there was a little girl with the lights off waiting, Yo. and you just you said nothing. You did nothing. And then Shorty that she said she walked in on. Him having sex with Aaliyah is like, yo. Not even walked in. Like, they were on, no, the no, they were on the tour bus. Tour bus. They were on the tour bus and the door flew open. And he, they, they all were in their bunks trying yep. to fall asleep and seen this nigga having sex with Aaliyah on the tour bus. And then Aaliyah ended up pregnant. Yo, and, and that's something that none of us knew. No, I, didn't, she I was, definitely didn't know that. She was pregnant, which is why they got married. Mm, I missed that part. I thought that was the other girl that got pregnant. He so called, there's two girls that were pregnant. Yes. One at, one, at, one at like the beginning of the first episode, and then they talked about Aaliyah too. Wow, shit. I just said, I don't, I don't know how somebody's daddy ain't put a bullet in his head, but they didn't. And all of this time, he is married. Yeah, to that, to that one, uh, woman. I think her name's Andrea. To Andrea. Yeah. He's married to Andrea. She's being held hostage in his home. And she was hella young when she met him too. 19. Yeah. He's married to her. She's being held hostage while he's fucking all these underage women. This whole time he's married. And she and we haven't even gotten to the part of the story where she's pregnant yet. Because then she starts having his kids. There was a then, I'll, he got, I'll he got, say, some, girl, he got some girls sick too. There was a, there was one part yes. in this this third episode where she he he uh took her out of out of the house in the middle of the night, said we're leaving, got on a bus or van or something, went from drove from Chicago all the way to Florida. And she's like supposed to be on like bed rest because she's like giving birth any any day now at mm. this point. 
and I don't know if she was having complications. I don't know the whole story, but he wasn't there at the hospital. She had like security outside the hospital room and, um, she goes into labor. Something happens. She goes into labor. They're trying to get a hold of Rob. Rob, I say Rob because that's what they, how she described it. She's trying to get a hold of him, and she couldn't. And uh, someone finally got in touch with him, saying, "Yo, she just had the baby. Where are you?" And he's like, "Oh, all right, I'm on my way." Then, like, nobody knew where he was. And then she says she's sitting there rocking the baby and is watching TV. And boom, boom, boom! Breaking news: R. Kelly's arrested. So she's literally in the hospital when he gets arrested for this shit, Brand and that's kind of where that's kind of where I left off. Yeah, yeah. This nigga's still alive. It's a miracle. Sick. Bro. It's sick. Could have been my daughter. He killed deserves that nigga to twice. die. I'd he deserves to die, and there's no other answer. It's just like it's yeah, just man. disturbing. So if you do not feel like having your peace disturbed, don't watch. But if you are interested in in what happened, I mean, it's it's you you, you can't. You, I feel like. I feel like you need to watch. You can't stay ignorant to this shit. And me, yeah. you know, as a, and I'm not, we're not talking about his music, but me as a fan of his music, like I still need to watch and see how pe- big of a piece of shit this motherfucker is. And I'm not going to defend it. I'm not defending it at all. I'm not defending it at all. It's horrific, yo. It really is just horrific. It's unbelievable, bro. It's worse than I ever imagined it was, honestly. And, and that's just like. Who would have thought it had got to this kind of point? You know, people, when you, you hear about, Things like this, but then it gets to some on a whole new scale. Almost like he was like running like a harem. Like it was just girl after girl after girl. And he had, like I said, the same methodology for every single time. And like there was a network of people around that just was like, uh, that's just him being him. Yeah. And his fucking bum ass brother in jail talking about, well, that's just what he liked. I, I like, like older, older women. women. Fuck out of here, nigga. All right, Bruce. You don't, you don't Is that like, name Bruce? You don't like women at all now. They breaking your ass in there. Fuck out of here. Exactly. Nigga. You the woman now. Exactly. <laughs> I can't. Just escapes me the whole situation. All right. So fuck him. Fuck all his friends. And Demetrius, a special fuck you to you. Yeah. You dirty motherfucker. On that note. Yeah, let's get out of here. Tomorrow's Throwback Thursday. Tomorrow's Throwback Thursday. We'll, uh, Try to break the mood a little bit. I'm going to talk about a simpler time, a yeah, happier time. Yeah. Um, all right, y'all. Uh, fuck. We'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get more on this. We'll talk about more on this on uh, next week's regular episode. Um, we'll recap the final three, I guess, final four. Um, shit. Yeah. If, if, again, we're recording this on Saturday, so <laughs> by the end of, by the time y'all hear this. Uh, Saturday the 5th. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the time y'all hear this, um, the government could be back up and running. Doubtful. R. Kelly could be dead. Maybe. Kevin Hart could be hosting the Possibly. Oscars again. You know what's the, the, the least likely of those? The government reopening. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, These yeah. niggas are stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hit us up. Any ask full questions, gdfools at gmail.com. Like us, subscribe. Um, like us, Holla subscribe. Us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, SoundCloud, hit us up, yo. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Do all of that. Uh, at Chickstick the Beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. The Black of Wall Street. Uh, at the Goddamn Fools. Hit us up. Peace. Peace.